Hey guys, thanks for joining me once again on I'm Still Standing. I hope you guys are staying safe and doing what you need to do to combat this thing called COVID. And I hope you're just taking care of yourself and each other. So I was thinking about what this episode for this week would be. And I was trying to figure it out. And I was praying and just saying, what what would I say this week and talking and thinking? And the week, for this week, the thought came to me is, the hardest thing to do is to look in the man in the mirror. To look in the mirror. And I was uh, thinking and talking to a friend of mine this past week. Um, we were conversating. We were saying this thing. COVID, one thing it did face, the one good thing it did do for a lot of us was make us face some things we didn't want to face, grow in some areas. It made us lean into our relationship with Christ more. It made us realize how small we were and how big he was. It made us face us, the deepest parts of ourselves, the things that we hide in shame. Thing that we you know don't want to deal with, and you know to be honest, I think in this pandemic, even before that, I think I started learning a lot about me. I learned that I can sometimes be my my worst critic. I being patient. I learned that I am my worst enemy at times, and I learned to to continuously daily work on being comfortable in my own skin. Sometimes God has to put a pause on our lives for us to to look at what's around us, to grow, for us to see ourselves. Because sometimes you're so busy running past the mirror that you won't stand still to see the mirror, to see the real mirror of yourself, not the mirror of what people want you to be, of, of what people think you should be or, or uh, what you popular to be what you're really about sometimes we run past it because we think running is a lot easier than standing still now sometimes the kindest thing you can do to yourself is to stand still and just bear those wounds because the only way to heal them is to is to get in those wounds face. And whatever you're running from eventually. It's going to find you eventually. So sometimes it's better just to stand in the mirror. If I'm crying today with my wounds. With my fears. With my insecurities. And I think as I'm looking back. And I was talking to a friend of mine saying. If. What would I tell my 17-year-old self. I would tell her that the place you're in now, that mirror that you're running from, that place that you think that you're going to die in, that you can't survive, and that thing that you think that just going to take you out, and that's, that stuff that the enemy's whispering in telling you that you're not good enough, you're not worthy, you can't do it, you're, you're not going to be okay, you're not going to be successful, You have no plan. God has no plans for you. I would tell her, hold on. 
because there's something that God has for you that's so much bigger than what you could ever imagine. There's literally something that God has for you that's going to blow your mind. You just got to go through the seasons and the changes of whatever's coming. You know what? You got to look back and say, life wasn't so bad. I think in our running from us sometimes, we think that that's the way to to heal or or that's the way to just put off everything. But really, you're just going to run into a wall. You're going to have to eventually deal with you. I realized this past year that sometimes we run because we think that we're not strong enough to face the mountain that's in front of us when really we are. I was that insecure girl. I was that girl that just didn't like who she was. And I'm so much better, stronger now. But I still have my moments of doubt. Like, I have so many amazing, great things happening right now. And I still question, am I supposed to be here? Or is this happening? Is this what's going on? I have so many things that God is allowing me to do. Some things I can talk about now, some things I can't. But God is still, he's amazing. I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing, I got my book out. Some other things that have come in the past. It's just, but I had to... Face me in the mirror in order to get to this moment. You can't move past what you won't face. The only way you're going to move past it is to walk through it. Sometimes the greatest thing you can do for yourself and for the people you love is to be brave enough to walk through that dark place. To be brave enough to face your own demons. That's the only way you get better. Is to face your own demons. You can only heal with your face. And um, I'm I'm saying I know where it is, but the scripture that says he bore our grievances. He he bore our iniquities and by his stripes we're healed. That means all of our stuff, all of our junk he took it at Calvary. We just celebrated Easter past week. That's what he did for us. But he can't Take what we won't give him. If you won't be brave enough to give it to him, why would he take it? You know? He just won't take it. So, I hope that encourages you again on another episode of I'm Still Standing. So, this week's homework, I call it What Matters This Week. Find something that makes you your heart sing this week. Find something makes you go outside of your comfort zone, whether it's learning how to bowl or uh, learning a new language, whatever it is, have fun, have an adventure, because of anything that this past year has taught us, that life is short, life is short, 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 it's not the amount of days that we're here, it's what we do with it while we're here, so find something to, to make your soul happy. Enjoy the moments. Enjoy your surroundings. Take time to enjoy a family member, a family member you haven't got to know, or a family member you haven't seen, or a family that fell off. Whatever it is, enjoy it. I love you. Until next time, catch me right here on I'm Still Standing. And don't forget, you can always catch me on Instagram at AlexPage5656. 
Or you can go to my my famous little fa- Facebook page. I'm just kidding. My, but my Facebook page at Alexandria Page. And you can go to my website at alexandrialpage.com. All right, you guys. I love you and I mean it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Peace and blessings. Hey, guys. So glad and honored that you joined me again on I'm Still Standing. This is your girl, your neighbor, your friend, Alex Page. I hope you guys are doing well. So I was thinking about, again, what this week's episode would be about. And I said, as I was thinking, what to do when your plan suddenly does not match God's plan for your life. So about last October, I've been having some health issues. Anybody know me knows I did want kids. Been having some health issues, bleeding really heavy. Just so, you know, they you know, put me on um, all kinds of pills and try everything that they knew how to do. I saw her back and forth to the doctor. And she comes in the last time and says, you can either... Try hormones now, but they'll increase your cancer risk, your breast cancer risk, because your your family has cancer in it, and it will increase the risk. Or you can have a partial hysterectomy at 37 years old. Wow. Definitely not the plan that I had. Definitely not what I wanted. Definitely not what I planned. But it was somehow God's plan. So I remember thinking, okay, God, how is this going to work for my good? How is this going to mean something? How is this going to do anything good? How really? This is what? This is what we're doing? This is what we're doing, Jesus. And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of mad. Yeah, I really was. I had the morning idea of what I thought I wanted. And I remember he said, oh, you can take a couple days to think about it. But I knew that if I didn't tell her what I wanted to do right in that that moment, I wouldn't have made a decision. So I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, okay, God. And I remember Let's 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 do the surgery. Mm-hmm. Didn't really want to, and I'll never forget. I'm, I leave the doctor's office, and I'm feeling very defeated and depleted in that moment, and just like, oh God, what are you doing? Another thing. And I had all these other health issues. Now I got to do a surgery, and I'm like, and mind you, it hadn't been easy the past three or four years anyway for me. I had had skin cancer. I had had that removed, but thank God I didn't have to have any, you know, chemo or any of that. And it was just like, it felt like in my body, hit after hit, hit after hit. And I'll never forget my, I call him Pop Pop, my granddaddy. We were going home and uh, we're, we're riding and I tell him what's going on. He sits there for a minute. I think he's trying to process it. And trying to find the right words to comfort my heart in this moment. He said, well, God does all things well. And there's plenty of other ways to have a child. Plenty of other babies when, you get, when you're ready. And I'm like, 
And that mama, don't get me wrong, I knew he was chilling, right? But I didn't want to hear it. So I go home, tell my family, this is what we, we have to do. And they said, well, if this is what we have to do, we just have to do it because this is what, this is what it is. You know, I, I know that you, it might not be what you plan. And I had some people say that which was pretty kind of ignorant. Um, well, don't worry about that. I guess I just won't have any um, nieces or nephews from you. And somebody was talking about, oh, you, should, you, you didn't want no babies, did you? And I would just say, no, I didn't want them just so that I didn't have to go. Because they were just, they were just being insensitive in that moment. And I realized I can't be mad at someone who doesn't really know what to say in this moment. And so I remember going to my bedroom and sitting there for a minute and just remembering, saying, God, what are, we, what, are, what are we doing in this moment? What is this moment about? Why? And I, I got as much faith as the next person, but that moment, that moment was hard. That moment felt like somebody had gutted me in, in the stomach. I'm sitting there having a really calm, a real conversation. Saying, God, what are you doing? And how was this supposed to mean anything? But then I remembered I kept hearing that my favorite scriptures, Romans 8, 20, all things work together for the good of them that love God and called according to his purpose. So that means even the stuff that was heavy, even the stuff that was hard, I had to work for my good, and he wasn't gonna. He was gonna lie. He everybody else could lie, but he doesn't. Yeah, my heart was broken in that moment because I wanted what I wanted. But when I look back now, after I mourned what was and accepted that that's what God has allowed, do I have my moments once in a while? Because, yes. And I remember the enemy was just playing with me. And I remember when I was going through it. He was saying, nobody's going to want your broken body. Nobody's going to want you. No. The one that God has for me, it's going to be okay. I'm, it may not come to I still have my eggs. I just can't have a baby. The traditional way. There's so much technology out there to have a baby. I can have somebody carry it. Or adoption, you know. There are ways to get what you want out of life still. It may... You might have to go about it a different way. Or maybe that seat, maybe that door is closed because God knows that something is not good for you. Or that there's just something ahead of you that you can't see. That's why he's God. And in those moments, all you can do is trust that God knows exactly what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. One of my favorite scriptures now is Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. It says, thoughts thoughts to do you good, not harm. I'm I'm saying it, paraphrasing, my tongue getting tired, sorry. It's, It's to do you good and not to do you harm and to give you a hope and expected end. So that means even when I don't understand, his thoughts are still good towards me. Even when I don't know why he's doing things, 
his thoughts are still good to me. Even when I can't explain why he's doing it, his thoughts are still good to me. Yeah, I don't know why. You know, I used to take care of my little cousins. I wanted that, but it's okay now because I know God had something so amazing ahead of me. So this is for every woman out there, a young woman who wanted something and the door closed. You know what? This person, period. Whatever door is closed, be thankful for the for the blessing of the door that's closing. Because guess what? It was for a reason, for a purpose, and for a plan. And even though it might hurt, know that God loves you even in the painful places. And even if you're in the state where I am, having to have a partial hysterectomy or full hysterectomy, whatever that is, know it's okay to mourn what you wanted. It's okay to mourn the idea of what your life was supposed to be, what you thought it was supposed to be. But then trust God that he knows exactly. And that his thoughts are so good towards you. I love you and I mean it. Be blessed. And thanks for joining me on this episode of I'm Still Standing. Don't forget to check me out at my, all my social medias. My website, you can catch me at alexandralpage.com. Or you can catch me on Facebook at Alexandra Page. Or on Twitter, AlexPage5959. Or on Instagram, Alex Page 5656. Be blessed. I'll check you guys later next week. And this week's nugget is find a way to accept, even if it's hard, that God is still God in the hard places. Even when he doesn't give you what you want. Alright, love ya. So, here we go. Another episode of I'm Still Standing. This one is called... Happy Heavenly Birthday to my hero. Um, I was sitting here thinking and processing. I'm I'm so okay with the fact that he, that my father, my pops, is gone to glory. But there are times like around this time where you remember. Not sadness always. Sometimes you shed tears, but mostly just remembrance and, and grateful for the legacy and for the life. I'm grateful to this moment, this very moment, for the life and the legacy of my dad, David John Page, born April 8th, 1963, in about one minute, one of the, well, it's official now, 12 a.m., one of the greatest people I've ever known, hero to me. But he would not want me to paint like this perfect being. No, no one's perfect, but he was perfectly, uniquely meant to, to be my dad. And, you know, it's been 15 years, dad, almost, and better. And I'm, I'm so much better with the pain of losing you than I was back on May 3rd, 2005. Though I miss you. I'm grateful and honored that God chose me to be your daughter. I will forever be grateful for that moment. I will forever, forever be grateful. You and mom are now up there. And I know mom, your sweet Kathy, my mama, is up there with you. And you guys are finding a little cafe in heaven today and celebrating. 
the joy of another heavenly birthday. You may be gone, but you're certainly not forget forgotten. I the things I loved about my hero. Hmm, there were so many, so so many. First of all, the thing that I loved about him is he was always willing to admit that he was wrong, to apologize quickly, to humble himself to say, "Hey, I don't have the answers." I love that his his faith was assured in God. I love his kindness, his boldness, his his ability to take care of everybody he loved, especially his family. He would give the shirt off his back to anybody. And I love the fact that even when he was hurting on his worst days, he never complained. He still trust God. He still knew that his God was still good. And he taught me how to live well, how to die well. And what my dad, my hero, taught me was faith in God. He taught me my worth. He taught me to never allow anyone to lower the standard of what I should be treated like, especially a man. He always taught me when I was younger that I was a queen in training while I was a princess. He taught me I was a queen in training. I'll never forget how he would take us all, my cousins, females, on a date. And the young men around the neighborhood would call him uncle because a lot of them didn't have their dads and uncles around. And he would take them out to dinner with us on Friday nights after we go to movie. And he would, he would make sure all of them would, would open the door and open the chair for us and get mad if they didn't. You taught me my value. You taught me never look down on anybody unless just to pick them up, give them a hand up. You taught me faith in God, an unshakable faith. And you taught me to love and laugh often. You had a joyful heart, man. You had a heart that was so joyful. Even though you were a grown man, you still every once in a while found time to have a heart like a child. Of laughter and pure joy and pure innocence. You may be gone, but your legacy continues to me, my sisters, to my family, through your friends, through anybody who came in contact with you. So, no, I'm not sad a little bit, but at the same time, I'm grateful to God because He gave me you. He gave me the best dad in the world. Any man can be a daddy, but it takes a, I mean, any man can be a dad, but it takes a real man to be a daddy, and you were my daddy, and I was so grateful for that, so on this day, I just wanted to reflect and say to you, Pop, I miss you, I hope I make you proud, you and my own pride every single day, I serve to try to do that, I try to keep the name page alive, and I try to continue your legacy, I miss you more than life will ever be able to tell, but I'm grateful beyond, I have a heart of gratitude, and yes, there will always be a part of me that will wish you were still here, especially with all the amazing things that are happening, and some, and our conversations, and the talks we would have, but I'm so grateful that I got to have you in my life, daddy, so I don't know why God decided that you were supposed to go home, but I love you, and I'll miss you forever. But I won't say goodbye. I'll just say, like I said at your funeral, good night. Because I know where you are. So sleep well. 
And I know you're still watching over us. You're still protecting me from heaven. I love you, Pops. Happy heavenly birthday. We all miss you. And I love you. Until we meet again, keep taking care of us all. I love you, Pops. See you later. Hey, family. Welcome to another edition of I Am Still Standing. I hope you guys are well. Sorry it's been about a week or two. Uh, have had some changes in my life. Uh, my Uncle Jr. went to sleep with the angels uh, this past week, and we've been just trying to process and be with each other. Um, so th- thank you for your patience. I know I owe a couple of uh, podcasts the past couple weeks. Uh, don't forget to catch me on Facebook at Alexander Page or Instagram at Alex Page fifty six fifty six or Twitter, yes, I said Twitter, uh, Alex Page fifty nine fifty nine, and you can always head over to my website AlexandraLPage dot com. Please don't forget to check out my new book. I'm still standing. Um, I hope it blesses your life. So I was sitting around thinking about what I would say as I've been kind of really processing some things. My fan, my my uh, feelings about the passing of someone who's so close to me and who was like my superhero was like one of my best friends on this earth and just one of the greatest men I have ever been privileged to know um and so the title of this one as I was thinking about sleep well superman Sleep Well Superman is dedicated to one of my favorite people on this earth who is now sleeping with Jesus, and that is my Uncle Junior. Ernest Levy, one of the greatest people I've ever been blessed to know, been blessed to have in my life, fortunate and honored to call my friend and my uncle. Um, always God-fearing, kind, love, hard-working, would love his family. His sons are a reflection of the king that he was. Our family is made better because he was a part of it. We're a reflection of because of who you were. I know my life, you have left an indelible mark on it in ways that I can never really repay you. I can only try to make you proud of me every day. Continue to let your your light shine through me. Um, you are always there for me. I will always be grateful for your your wisdom, your your advice, you all your hugs. You know, always being able to come to you for whatever. And I always knew you were my protector. I always knew. You were my defender, and I always knew that my heart was safe in your hands. You made it hard for another man to come behind you and date your niece. You taught me what a real man looks like, the value of one. A levy man, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. I am forever grateful for you teaching me my value by taking me on date night when you were here when you come visit for home you would always ask me that I want to go date 
on a date, and I would say I would date you forever as long as it was you because you will always and forever be my Superman, one of my favorite people on the earth, one people who I knew that it was never too late or never too early for me to talk to. You would always just simply be there. I don't know what our lives look like without you. I know I'm not ready for that part, and I'm not quite ready to say goodbye, so right now, I'm just going to say see you later, Uncle Junior. I was blessed and honored to be your great niece. And I will never forget you. I will carry you forever. And I'll never stop trying to make you proud of me. I'll never stop loving you. I'll never stop honoring you. I'll never stop caring you wherever I go. I don't know why God decided that he had to take you home. I'm not going to pretend I'm not quite there yet to try to go to the spiritual side. And I'll always lean back on my faith. I'm not going to lie. But right now I'm in the space of I just can't believe that I won't hear you, your voice again. I won't hear you call me kid again. I won't hear you say I love you, kid, or hey, what's up, kid, or how you doing, how's it going? Or I won't see that beautiful smile or the hug. Like, you made everybody better. When you walked in a room, you lit it up. I also know that if you could come back, you wouldn't. Not because you don't love us, but because of heaven's perfect peace. Heaven's got a new angel. I know the day mom left us to too. That was your other baby. Your other beautiful niece. I know that that was a sad day for you. So now I know your heart is put back together. Because now after seeing Jesus and your parents, you're seeing her now. And, and I know that you guys are taking care of each other. I don't really understand all of God's mysteries and plans. But I do know He's too wise of a God to make a mistake. Your light will never die. True heroes never die. They live on in the memories and the love of all of us. We got it from here now. Sleep well. I promise you that. We're going to take care of each other. And we're going to get each other through this. We're very strong because you made us that way. I don't understand God's plan always. But I trust his heart and I trace him back to times in my life when I couldn't see him. But I can trace his heart. And I know that his heart is good. So, sleep well. Our king, our superman. I'm forever changed by you. And I'm forever made better. I really don't, can't say goodbye because goodbye just seems too final. So I'll just say I'll see you later. But for a Christian, it's not goodbye. It's just I'll see you later. Heartbroken but grateful. Beyond words. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for protecting me. And thanking you for always being there. And thank you for always showing me the way. Ray, even when I didn't always get it right. I love you forever and I'll never forget you as long as I live.
I will forever be honored to have been your, your niece. So for now, I'm trying to cry. For, for now, take your rest, take your rings, go prepare the way for us, and keep watching over us as we finish the journey that we're meant to finish. So until then, I'll love you forever. And I'll be grateful for you forever. Sleep well, my king, my superman. Take your rest. Heaven was calling. And you had to answer. I'll take the memories and the loves with me. Forever and always. Thank you, Uncle Junior. Long live, and your legacy will live on first through your wife, through your three amazing sons, and through all who are blessed to call you. As long as we are levies or on this planet, your legacy will continue. I love you forever. Sleep well.